All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Episode 2, Nothing the Podcast. First of all, I'd like to thank everyone who viewed my first video very, very much. Um, I appreciate the support and everything you guys are giving me. Um, I got a lot of good feedback from that, a lot of interest and everything like that. So I really appreciate all the support you all gave me as my friends and family. And even people I don't know who just gave me the uh, viewership and everything like that and really liked what I said. Um, production is increasing, ladies and gentlemen. Production is increasing. I have my uh, production manager here right now, Christian. He's here helping out. He's running the show. He's making sure all the sound quality is good and everything like that. He's going to be running this computer screen. I know in the uh, the very first episode, I didn't do much with this computer. But the whole point of it being there was to show you that I'm going to be able to access articles and factual information and videos and stuff like that. To be able to portray it if you're watching on our video version and not just the audio. If you're just going on audio, I appreciate it. You should definitely listen to me if you're driving in your car on your way to work or on a long trip or anything like that. Um, it's a great time to uh, hit up podcast episodes and everything like that. It's one of the times that I do it the most myself. But also, I like to watch the real video of podcasts and the interviews themselves and see the facial expressions and exactly what they're displaying on screen. So uh, anyone who watches my live video content and my recorded videos, I highly appreciate that as well. So... We're going to get into it today, and the popular subject at hand right now is Kanye West. Anyone who knows me personally knows uh, I'm a huge, huge fucking Yeezy fan. I love Kanye. I think Kanye is the artist of the generation. I think he is one of very few people in this world who constantly adapts to the time period he's living in and doesn't stay in the same time period. Baby boomers stayed in the same time period of when they're in their 20s, right? It's like their mindset never left. Kanye West is one of the most progressive people that has ever walked earth. If you disagree with me, that's your own personal opinion, everything like that. I can see why you disagree, but I understand this man's mindset, I feel like. I, I really relate to it. So I'm going to try to... um decipher what he's saying to you and let's start with the most uh, popular one in today's news right in today's news they blasted this headline that said this slavery was a choice Kanye West right now why did he say that let's start with the beginning of that so as civilization started they had to form a leader, right? And those leaders unfortunately adapted into oppressive governments and stuff like that. So the people were never free. No one's free. But Kanye West said 400 years of slavery is a choice. So what he's saying is after 400 years of being sold, of being worked to death, of being whipped, of being oppressed, of being tortured, that he said uh, basically... How did no one get the enlightenment, right? Where was the enlightenment? Where was that one individual who said, no, this ain't right. We are equals. We need to fight back. Now, the common argument is they had guns. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I'm not defending his standpoint at all that slavery was a choice. I'm trying to decipher what his thought process is. So do not put words on my mouth and do not think these are my personal views. But Kanye West said this. Where was that one enlightened dude who said, stand up against the masters? 
People want to say they got guns. You know how long it took to load a gun back then? Uh, a muzzle-loaded gun? You're getting a round off every 30 seconds. You maybe hit one of them with the accuracy you have because the bullets used to spiral like this back in the day. They weren't straight shots. So even if you get one shot, you got five motherfuckers running at you with rakes, with hoes, with scythes. All right, you're not going to win. The plantation is not going to win from the uh, mass amounts of slaves they usually had. Um, there, I know there's certain circumstances maybe the... Uh, the owning family had more family members than slaves, but for these huge plantations where slavery was really, really used for their economic gain and personal, like, sadistic and disgusting ways, the masters, I guess, they had a bunch of slaves. And they all lived in their communities. And I guess Kanye West is just saying, why didn't they stand up? If they wanted their freedom... Why weren't they fighting for it? Why were they just obliging to the masters? The masters used fear-mongering. They used whippings. They used cruel torture techniques to scare the slaves into place, right? So he's saying, don't be scared. Stop being scared. If someone's got to die for your cause, then somebody's got to die, but stand up for what you believe in, right? Unfortunately, the culture that he derives from doesn't believe in what he believes in. He took a new mindset. He adapted a different mindset. He took the best parts of both worlds, which is I'm trying to express to all of you. Stop being Democrats. Stop being, stop being Republicans. Start being fucking enlightened. Start being in the center. Start taking the best sides of both things and make it into your own opinion. Stop listening to your politicians. Stop listening to everybody. It's all right if you listen to them a little bit. Just take their best ideals and find the next man and take his best ideals and formulate your own unique opinion. That's what free thought is. Free thought is not playing into the system. We're not playing into someone else's narrative. We're playing into our own narrative. As people, we need to come to a collective agreement to stop calling each other names because we disagree. What did that man say, who uh, the TMZ employee, who, who went to Kanye and started calling him out? Kanye said, I love you. I love you. I'm sorry you disagree with me, brother. I love you. Why didn't he get I love you back, son? Where was that guy saying I love you back? If that guy believes in peace, why isn't he saying I love you too, Kanye? I love you too. I just don't agree with you. I don't agree with your methods. He said that, but he never said I love you back. So who's wrong? Who's in the wrong? Because both of those are personal opinions, but Kanye's the only one who's trying to shake his hand. Kanye's the one going over trying to hug him. So who's wrong? That's up to you to decide. I think the picture is pretty fucking clear who wants to make peace and who doesn't want to make peace. Now, I understand why this other side doesn't want to make peace, right? Because they think they're being oppressed and everything like that. And there is a certain extent that um, minorities are oppressed. Yeah, that is very true. And anyone who doesn't believe it is wrong. Because we have created stereotypes of minorities and the people who they think, um, or I'm sorry, not who they think, who the outsiders of minorities think they are. And that is very untrue. We should stop promoting any sort of stereotype um, for comedy reasons, I'm going to leave that alone because comedy has no boundaries. If, if anyone's a comic here, you know the first rule of comedy is don't get offended, right? So racial jokes, I'm all for. Call me what you want. I don't think racial jokes are a bad thing. I think they point out the hypocrisies in every modern-day life to a good extent in a comedic region and can bring everyone, to better, uh, everyone together. If you get offended by comedy, I'm kind of sorry for you, to be honest with you, because it's, it's entertainment, right? It's entertainment any other day. So when Kanye is saying all this stuff, 
his fans are turning against him. A vast, vast majority. His friends are turning against him. Snoop Dogg is out here blasting Kanye left and right, right? Snoop Dogg, make Kanye Kanye again, right? I got this comment on Snoop Dogg's little fucking picture. Make Kanye Kanye again. When was Kanye not Kanye? When has Kanye never been a free thinker? When has Kanye never said what he was thinking? He has created statements since George Bush hates black people, interrupting Taylor Swift on stage. Slavery was a choice. Are those the three things Kanye is going to be remembered by? Because you know what I like about those three things? You have every side represented. Minus Taylor Swift, which is just a pop culture uh, disagreement, but you have George Bush hates black people and slavery was a choice. He has adapted both sides, and he's already apologized for the George, Hood, uh, George Bush hates black people comment. Because you know what? He said, I'm going to stick myself in George Bush's shoes as the president trying to help as many people as I can. I understand not everyone's going to get the help they want, but that man is a father, right? He's a father. He took that job out of the love for his country. If anyone wants to be president, they're not some sadistic leader. They want to do it for the best of the people. Anyone who says Donald Trump did it for his own personal like status quo or whatever you want to call it is just blind. Donald Trump did not run for president because he wanted to be president because it was some sort of status symbol to him. Donald Trump had some good ideas, had some off-the-wall ideas, but you know what? That man said, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to put my chips in the basket, and let's give it a go. And he won the fucking presidency. Um, a big part of that is just because his competition was very, very shitty. But moving on from Donald Trump back to Kanye is why is Kanye getting all this flack? People are hate on Kanye. Fuck you, Kanye. Burning Yeezys. What is that solving? In fact, you're actually just prompting the other side to embrace it more. No one wants to sit there and act like a huge conservative. Why? Because no one wants to be conservative these days because the media has ostracized them. They have made conservatives feel like bad people for what they believe in. The general public has believed what the media wants to tell about conservatives, right? They want to make every conservative out to be the devil. So if you like this guy, they can say, oh, that racist over there likes him. So he is uh, he's a racist because a racist is voting for him. Let me tell you how many black candidates have gotten black racist voters. All right. For you who say there's no such thing as black racism, you are fucking wrong. Black people can be racist all the time. I don't take offense to it because that's their culture. and Maybe that's how they grew up. But whatever, bro. If you think only white people can be racist, you're part of the fucking problem. White people can be racist. Black people can be racist. Asian people can be racist. Indian people can be racist too. Race has no boundaries. Race isn't even fucking real to an extent. All we are are humans that come from different cultures. You want to have a different fucking skin tone? Is your, is your black lab different from your yellow lab? Or do they actually have the same personality? They just have different color hair. Right? So what's it to you? Are you going to decide and live your life off base? White people do this, white people do that, black people do this, black people do that? Is that how you want to live your life? That's not how I want to live mine. I want to embrace other cultures. I want to be a big melting pot. I want the best of every culture put into a system, taken, 
and creating this perfect image of what we should be. I don't want too many white ideas. I don't want too many black ideas. There shouldn't even be white and black ideas. They should just be ideas from different humans. Why are we still promoting race? When you fill out an application, right? First name, last name. Race, ethnicity, male, female. You know what we need to do? Get rid of the race box on an application. Get rid of the gender box on an application. And get rid of your Hispanic slash white. I don't even want to see your last name on an application. I don't even see your first name. I want to see applicant number 145. Applicant number 298. I don't want to know anything about your skin tone. I don't want to know anything about your your name, your heritage. I want to see your credentials. And then when I give you an interview, I want to meet you. I want to meet the person behind the piece of paper. I don't care what color he is. I don't care what he views as. If this man can work and he's good at what he does, I want him on my team. I want to be his friend. I want to work with him. You know why? Because he inspires me. Even if I don't agree with him, he inspires me. Passion inspires me. To connect with people, you must find yourself within them. You must personalize yourself within other people to understand their mindset. So when we have people who get too connected to one individual, they adapt their ideology, they adapt their mentality. And that can be dangerous. Because at that point, you're almost giving them um, blind faith. Right, I talked about blind faith in the last uh, podcast for religions. Right, blind faith of just yeah, I believe in God, uh, no proof, but you know we've believed in him for thousands of years, so we should keep believing in him. But blind faith can be very dangerous, extremely dangerous. When you have blind faith in someone, if they do something wrong, you might not see it as wrong. But what is wrong and right, right? We have uh, created a set of rules. Society has created a set of rules that most of us have mutually agreed upon of what is wrong and right. You know, don't steal, don't kill, don't rape, don't mur- uh, murder, don't park your car in your neighbor's garage, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but those are rules that I guess early man have finally, you know, they came to a collective and decided those are right. From there on, we've only added and then we split off into different countries and each country has created their own set of rules. Uh, to adhere to their people. So, with America, it's very, very tricky because we make rules that adhere to our people. And with America being a melting pot, we get a lot of people from a lot of different places around the world with a lot of different ideals, with a lot of crazy things coming in, too. Um, I'm going to just put it this way. When the Irish came over, they were hated. They were treated as the Hispanic of today is almost. They would do, you know, labor work. They would do all these odd jobs. People would say, no Irish on their door. They didn't want them employed. No Irish. You know, these are the guys coming in from the other land. They're taking all of our jobs. They're just coming here in masses and they're taking everything. The Irish population is one of the most proud populations in America today. So anyone who thinks the Mexican population is not a good thing from America is wrong. Um, but illegal immigration is also wrong too, is it not? Why should we be taking illegal immigrants and saying, oh yeah, who cares if they're in the country, right? 
and having people on lists these lists that they've applied for for years trying to get citizenship in America right there's illegal immigrants they just skip them I'm not doing the list I'm not doing the process they basically say if you're doing the process fuck you I'm not doing the process I don't want to do the process I'm going to go hop the border I understand they have less than fortunate lifestyles right but so do the people who are applying for American citizenship that's why they applied because they had bad lifestyles so you're spitting in the face of your countrymen your fellow immigrants you're spitting in their face by illegally immigrating yourself into this country now I wish we could accept more immigrants to an extent right we need to we need to take care of ourselves we can't have implants we can't become Europe Europe is having huge immigration terrorism problems huge massive I mean look at the uh, the streets and everything like that they're running rampant with homeless with refugees and everything like that so they have to try to find a new system of how to incorporate the refugees in society they just had too many they overpopulated these parts of the cities and it's kind of become the wild west in some places but who are we as humans to deny another human life but who are we as humans to tell another human what to do if someone doesn't want to help somebody that's their choice who are you to tell them what to do I understand that you want to benefit society by trying to tell them what to do to do the right thing but you know what you become an oppressor you become a cultural Marxist you are forcing your ideology onto somebody else if you don't see the problem with that then I suggest you really take a look at what governments that have heavily oppressed their people with certain views have become Karl Marx Fidel Castro responsible for tons of deaths right so when Fidel Castro took power all the rich in Cuba left they all went to Miami they all hopped on rafts and boats got on their planes all the rich left the rich knew we're screwed right because the socialism aspect the communist aspect it took over the common people said yes yes we're on equal playing field but you know what happened all the money left the fucking country so they were still shitty because all the money left they took it all with them all the rich people said fuck this I'm going to America in a capitalist society so I can continue to live the lifestyle that I made that my family made for generations to continue living this lifestyle and not have people tell me what to do and how to spend my money that I earned alright and that's what they don't get they don't understand that people worked hard for this stuff they don't understand the personal value that some people put behind the businesses that they created all they understand is their emotions and that there's people hungry on the street but they don't know why that person is hungry on the street they don't know that that person could have committed some some atrocious thing that made them be on that street no one is born without family so if you're on the streets there's most likely a reason you're on there there are some certain circumstances where someone gets truly fucked and they have to become homeless but is that always the case I don't know so continue on from that how do we fix the border issue so let's put it this way we want to create a wall not we 
part of the American population wants to create a wall. What will the wall do? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the wall personally. I like uh, a lot of people like it as a status symbol, like this great gate into America, like kind of like a castle door. You ever seen Game of Thrones when they go to uh, Karth, is it? Where they cross the desert and they're outside the doors and Daenerys is there pleading for her people to get in through the doors. And uh, the fat bald guy says, nope, go across the desert. You all will die. But then the uh, the big black dude comes in and he's like, no, I'll accept them as my guests and grants the Dothraki's access to Karth. Right? I feel like America is starting to become a little bit like Karth. Karth was this big merchant civilization in Game of Thrones. They're all rich people, all capitalist. But they had these rules. We can accept who we want into our society. We don't have to take you if we don't want. Success is a two-way game. You got to play with the other side as well. You can't just take from the other side and not expect to give. And the best example of that is when it comes to undocumented immigrants is taxes, right? I would love every DACA recipient to be a United States citizen. And that deal was put out. It was proposed when the uh, federal budget was being made about three months ago. And the deal was if Democrats approve funding for the raw DACA recipients will be granted American citizenship. Guess who said no to that deal? It was the Democrats. So DACA, DACA recipients, any of my DACA people listening, the Democrats sold you out because they didn't want a wall. You would be a citizen. The Republicans said we will give you citizenship if you just give us the wall, right? So we're getting all these illegal immigrants legal, but we're also increasing national security so we don't have to have illegal immigrants anymore. Um, I know illegal immigrants cost over $100 billion of taxpayer money a year. $100 billion. So imagine that. Imagine that $100 billion. If you were to take that and divide it by every state, that's $2 billion. $2 billion you give to every state for their school system, right? Their education system, but yet we're wasting money on illegal immigrants. We're wasting money on not making them citizens so they can contribute to society by paying taxes. They drive on those roads you pay for too. I know a lot of people want to say it's not a big deal. And to an extent, it isn't. But when we lose standards, when we lose what is right versus wrong, when we throw out principle, what do we become? Nothing. Who's to trust our word? How are we supposed to be the shining light in the dark? America, right? We try to portray ourselves as this country that's going to lead everyone into the new world. We try to take all the countries and tell us to follow us, right? Follow America. We are going to lead the world to world peace one day. Now, the difference of how this goes and where both Republicans and Democrats are on the same page is that we go to other countries and we destroy their governments and put a government that we want in so they adapt to our law system. They become one of our team players. We beat the shit out of them. 
We overthrow their government. We supply their rebels with guns. We send over special forces soldiers so we can destroy their governments and in place a government that we want. Conservatives, tell me, is that a conservative thing to do? That is fucking oppression on a world stance. Just because it's not happening in America doesn't mean it's not happening in the world. America is an oppressor. Our leaders are killing other people. Other people's countrymen are dying because America doesn't like their government. Even though that government isn't fucking with us at all. They're not doing anything. We just don't like them. So we send troops over there. We send rogue agents over there. We start rebellions in these countries. What are we doing? We are oppressors, America. And the right has been sold and duped on that. The right thinks they stand for freedom, but they only stand for freedom when it's personal. They don't stand for world freedom. They don't. They only care about American freedom. That's called being a nationalist. There's a difference between a nationalist and a globalist, right? A globalist wants everyone to come together regardless of country. A nationalist wants to work their country's best ideals. There's a fine line in between both where we need to be. We need to stop going over to other countries like Iraq and saying, I don't like you, I don't like your government, and killing their whole government, hanging them, killing their armies, getting Americans killed by doing it, killing their innocent people by dropping bombs on them. We need to stop doing that. We need to stop playing Big Daddy and telling the rest of the world what to do and focus on ourselves. Stop sending my fucking brothers and sisters to war. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Americans dying for no reason being sent off to crooked wars when does it end our president just solved North Korea right that's another war we thought when Trump got in office holy shit it looks like North Korea is going to be a, a thing you know what he did he said uh, no it's not we're going to sanction the shit out of them we're going to work with China and we're going to um, turn off their power because a lot of North Korea's electricity actually comes from China they routed in a lot of you don't know that a lot of their resources and shipping and outside goods has to come through China. China will buy it and then sell it to North Korea. American things, too. This happens. So, we said, all right, China, you need to stop. Stop giving them power. Stop getting them all these goods. Choke them off. And we'll teach them a lesson. And that is the right type of issue solving, right? We didn't need to put boots on the ground. We didn't need to invade North Korea. We'd have to do shit. All we had to do was tell China to stop giving them shit. And eventually, North Korea said, oh shit, we're running out of resources. We don't have anything else. It's time to conform. We made them realize their own errors. We didn't have to go in and start shooting people to tell them that, right? They launched a bunch of bombs, but how many casualties they have, right? Um, pertaining to the Americans, they have arrested and detained, and some have died. That's just the nature of the beast, unfortunately. Countries will never be innocent. There will always be blood on the hands of every single country that has ever been made. For people to think America is the only guilty country is wrong. And for people to think America is not guilty, excuse me, not guilty is extremely wrong. The other day, I came on to a new word. And it was something for white people. It was called a colonist. Because I guess we col uh, colonialized everything. Not we, but white people. I'm half, I'm half Colombian, so I take a little white, a little Hispanic, but that's an interesting word. 
colonialists or colonists. It just means that we were aggressive. Uh, I guess it tries to portray them as aggressive people who went and settled land that wasn't theirs and just took what they wanted and created these colonies, which is true to an extent. But when you are born into a time period where that is acceptable, you don't know anything else. You don't know the right for wrong because the right for wrong was different back then than it was now. They could have said, hey, we're going to go over there to these indigenous people and we are going to show them what modernization looks like. What is that? That's called being oppressive. That's what America does right now. We still want to stick our dick in everyone's Kool-Aid and say, hey, guys, you guys don't have this. Uh, let's come get rid of your government and come put a new one in. You guys will have this now. What if they don't want that? Why are we wasting our money if they don't want that? Why are we wasting our time if we don't want that? Why are we wasting uh, our military members' lives when we do that shit? That's the real question we have. So, when it comes to the fact of correction versus oppression, right? You can correct civilizations. North Korea is acting erratically, shooting bombs in the Japanese Sea. We need to correct them. We need to tell them, you can't be fucking launching missiles over countries. Can't be launching missiles just to launch missiles, number one. It's pretty bad for the environment. I understand tests, which is what they're doing, but they're so far behind on the missile game. What are these tests even doing? We can destroy these missiles. So back to that. We corrected them. We didn't oppress them. We corrected them by choking them off. Oppressing them would be this. This would be oppressing them. All right, North Korea, you shot a missile. We're just going to start bombing you. We're going to keep bombing you, bombing you, and bombing you until you learn your lesson. lesson. That's oppression. That is oppression right there. When you go and you forcefully make them change their mind, that is what oppressing instinct is. That is what cultural Marxism is. Oppressing someone else's free thought. Now, their free thought might not be the best, but that's the beauty of free thought. So if you're in a room with nine or ten people, right, and nine people say yes, it is the responsibility of the tenth man to say no, even if he doesn't believe it. Even if he doesn't believe that no is the right answer, I want him to say no, and I want him to say why he said no. We need that other voice. We need the third party. We need that counter just to put us in check and make sure what we're doing is right and good. If everyone agrees, we don't see the negative. If one person agrees, he can see the negatives and he can point them out. So everyone else who said yes can indulge it, can take it in, can process it, and then really look at this decision they are making and then decide if this is the right thing to do. So how do we do that? How do we get someone to always be the 10th man? Some people have to take that hit of society. Some people have to go counter. It's, it's the beauty of civilization. It's the beauty of free thought. But... When is it wrong? When is it not mindful? I've had people tell me that the way Kanye is saying stuff, even if it's right in his own way, it's still not right for him to say it. How, what else is he supposed to do? I'm going to put it this way. I used to say this about Black Lives Matter, which I support, but they're blocking traffic. I'm like, why the fuck would they block traffic? There's ambulances. There's people trying to get home from work. You don't even know that guy that you're blocking might even be a supporter of your cause. So why the fuck are you blocking traffic? And someone said, well, how else are they supposed to get their point across? 
Yet that same side is saying he shouldn't be saying that in that context. How is he supposed to get his point across? You can't pick and choose the side you want. Just because you don't agree with someone, you can't alter your logic that you used for your side to come to the other side, right? You can't say, oh, I, uh, I'm going to defend um, what's the big one right now is that there was this Starbucks employee. Not a big one, but another one. There was a Starbucks employee who tweeted this concept of, uh, like, die, white people, because this white woman ordered some complicated drink. And um, she tweeted it. So the right's like, oh, my God, like, she needs to be fired, blah, blah, blah. She's racist. And I said, I brought up the scenario of that one dude who denied the gay guy a cake for his wedding because he was a Christian and he didn't want to make a cake for a gay guy's wedding because he didn't believe in it. And they all said it's his personal choice to not make the cake. And I 100% agree and back that personal choice. If he doesn't want to make a cake for a gay guy, that is his right. It is his business. And he should have the call at the end of the day because we live in a free country and we live in a free thought society. If that gay guy has a big deal with it, go get a cake made somewhere else. But on the same side, the Republicans are calling that black that um, that that black girl out for doing that, saying she doesn't like white people. All right. If she doesn't like white people, stop fucking drinking Starbucks. Who cares? If they want to keep her hired, who cares? Go to fucking Caribou Coffee. Go to Illy Coffee. Stop shopping at Starbucks. Stop taking it upon yourself to be some righteous warrior that makes society a better place in your vision. If you're going to defend the homophobic cake guy, then defend the racist coffee girl. Stop picking a side with your logic. That is where everyone's argument falls apart, is that they only apply correct logic to their personal views, rather than being fair with their logic to both sides. And that is the downfall of society. That is where bias comes into play. Everyone in the world is biased. That is a fact. Whether they know it or not, they have some deep root bias in them from how they're growing. If you've ever done any studies on childhood trauma or anything like that, you would realize childhood and development have a lot to play on the character you are as a man or a woman today. Or anything else. But, to say that you are an unbiased individual is completely wrong. Everyone has their biases and they might not even realize it. The only thing to do is accept that you are a biased individual and fight that to the max power. Why are we still seeing race as a thing? Race bias is the worst one of them all. Race stereotypes are bad too. They're, they're statistically true to an extent, but to define a population by a stereotype is wrong and unprogressive. So where is the equilibrium? between okay let's trust assumption assumption is a good and a bad thing assumption can make or break you an assumption is an educated guess right in science we use educated guess all the time so when you have an assumption it's a it's a guess or a thought that is based off past experiences past information that you have collected as a person I guess and you formulate this opinion on what the future might hold or what this might be that doesn't make it true, but you are trying to use the information that you've obtained and have at hand to come up with this formulation of whatever you think is right or wrong or correct. 
So assumption is good on one hand as it can be used for risk prevention. It can also be a negative in the way of I'm assuming this, so I'm going to go into this situation a certain day because I assume this person is this type of person based on past experiences, this, X, Y, and Z, when you have no fucking clue. You don't know what that person's like. You don't know anything about them. You don't know their ideals. You don't know anything. All you'll do is judge them. Just like white people are judged every day. Just like black people are judged every day when they get pulled over by a police officer. Any white person in here can tell you. And when I say in here, I mean this fucking country. And I hope they will admit that white people are not treated the same way black people are by the police. Please stereotype people. Black cops stereotype black people. It's not a racial thing to the cops. Cops know no race. It's a mindset of what they believe. It hasn't doesn't have to do with the race behind the cop. It is the mindset of the cop. It is their personality. Personality types aren't defined by race. And if you look at personality types, you'd notice that similar personality types go into similar lines of work. Why the social sciences are usually liberal-leaning, right? Because most liberal-leaning people are very humanitarian. They believe in the good of society. They believe they want to help. So they think social sciences are going to help. So you lose a lot of conservatives in that field. So what do you get? You get a lot of bias in social sciences because they're all liberal-leaning. So they all believe this kind of same agenda, but a conservative personality type usually goes to some other job that's usually financial, um, financially superior. Because that's what they believe. They believe in financial superiority because they believe financially they can get a lot done with what they accomplish. Rather than accomplishing things for humanity, you can accomplish things for humanity financially, right? So a lot of people say, how are you improving civilization? Your dollar signs don't improve civilization. That's a lie. You can create a lot of stuff with a lot of money. You can have a lot of your good ideas financed with money that you make. You can promote your ideals with money you make. And that's what people don't understand about Kanye, too. They're saying he's a super rich dude who has lost touch with reality. Yet Kanye is sitting here saying he doesn't have enough money. You know why? Because he has a vision. He has the vision of the common man. He says, I need to get this money to make it work. I need to get this status level so I can have this influence over society to make it work. So people believe in me. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a beat maker. I'm not just a sampler. I'm not a reality TV star. I am a person. I'm an artist. I'm an advanced thinker. I'm trying to get rid of race. What is race? It's a skin fucking tone. I'm fucking white as shit. What does that mean? What is the difference between me and Italian? You know why? We're both looked at as white people, but I'm lighter. So why am I not my own race? Why can't I be extra white? Why are they just white white? Why am I not light white? You know why? Because race isn't fucking real. It's a fucking skin pigment. And anyone who thinks different and thinks that race affects your ideals, that's wrong. Your culture that you grew up in affects your ideals. It affects your brain. It affects your thought process. Not your skin tone. The culture and your background that you grew up in is what affects it. And so society today needs to really take a standpoint and understand other cultures. Understand that not everyone in this world is going to agree with you. But we have to stop fighting. We have to stop calling each other's names. We have to start coming together. 
we have to meet halfway. When are we going to do that? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in today. I appreciate the support. As you see, production has been growing. I'm going to have more guests. We're going to be hitting musical aspects soon, actually, as well. I have my other hosts. They have gotten involved. We are producing content for you all. I'm very excited to get it out to you all. I'm very excited to get uh, constructive criticism and everything back from you all. I really appreciate everyone who watches. Um, please like and subscribe and share my video. I really appreciate it. Have a great night, you all. Dragon energy, bro. That was a good one. How much? I know. I saw you trying to do it. How much?